there was a little bit of a season, I think it was last year, where I was just waking up and every morning I had a little bit of like a dark cloud over me or a sense of dread because I, I felt like I just had so much to do. On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. We've been going over the mindsets that have been listed in the Caroline Leaf book, Think, Learn, and Succeed. And the expectancy mindset was one that really caught my attention. I'd like to read just a little bit from her book about, you know, she puts a lot of research into all of this, but she talks about how expectancy produces real neurophysiological outcomes in our bodies. She says research indicates that expecting, for example, your physical work to bring about health benefits, such as weight loss, for instance, brings about health benefits such as weight loss. In other words, the point she's making is if you think that all your workouts are going to bring benefits to you, health benefits to you, essentially that's exactly what happens. And she also goes on to say, that she talks a little bit about how our expectations change the structure of our brains. And there goes Rico. Hey, Maddie. Matthew? Oh, that was my son. I'm also recording right now, so (laughs) thank you. What? Okay. (laughs) My son is walking around. He's like, I never know what mom's doing. Um, Okay, let's see. So let me back this up. Okay, I want to read this quote to you where she says also, quote, Our expectations change the structure of our brains. Learned associations result in real physiological and cognitive outcomes such as more energy, improved immune function, and improved mental and physical health. If, and she has that word italicized, if these associations are positive. In essence, when we learn to expect good things, good things start to happen, such as better mental and physical performance. Yet, the opposite is also true. Thinking bad things are going to happen often allows bad things to happen. Fear is real and can build negative learned associations in the brain, which can affect our future thoughts, words, and actions. End quote. That's how she ends this particular chapter. And... So I wondered for you, Rebecca, and then we'll go to Monica, if you've thought about the impact of your expectations on a daily basis. What do you think, Rebecca? Oh, thank you. I I was excited about your topic today because I really had not given this a lot of thought, even though I actually do it without realizing it. And that was kind of cool. And if you don't mind me sharing, this is a very... A, a story that happened just Sunday and I did go away for the weekend for uh, my son's wedding my husband and I went and we had a wonderful time but coming looking at the radar to come home which was a four and a half hour drive there were lots of storms and God knows how um uh, 
anxious I can become about driving in weather like that. Back in 1999, on January 21st, we had 21 tornadoes come through the state, and I was actually driving for three and a half hours, and every time I left an area, a tornado went through it. So, you know, it, it was just a time that really embedded this anxiousness. So I had my prayer time and I just gave it to the Lord. And I, I said, I know you will protect us to, to shield our vehicle with your angels and keep all harm and just move the storm clouds out of our way so that we can get home safely. And that is truly what I was expecting. Even if it wasn't that, I knew it was going to be okay. And there was not one storm that we went through that entire time. And I just wanted to share this one scripture, Psalm 5-3, that really um, is what I do daily without without putting those words um to it is that in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is, that's what I do. And that's why my morning routine and that quiet time is so important to me for the day. But I do agree that when it's like, I don't feel well, I'm I know I will be okay, and I know I can take the action to get better. Does that mean that I've slowed down and not done things? No. And it's been a little bit harder to accomplish everything I've wanted to accomplish. But I know, I know this will work through my system, and it will leave, and it will be easier to do the things that I want to do. But as what we think and what we say to ourselves is what the truth is going to be, and it is so important. Uh, I just, I just can't even thank you enough for bringing up this topic today. That expectancy mindset, because I never thought of what I did as being an expectancy mindset. So thank you so much, Victoria and Rebecca. Out. I've been on both sides of the spectrum. You waiting and expectancy and. And then quiet and, and um, you know, just just felt like, uh, you know, that I had stopped, you know, because I was expecting so much, you know. And it says in this, that scripture, uh, Proverbs 13 and 12, you know, hope deferred maketh the heart sick. And so I, I was scared, you know, fear can put you in that realm. But then... You know, you realize that Isaiah 40 and 31 says, but they that wait upon the Lord, you know, shall renew their strength and they shall mount up on wings as eagles and they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. So then, you know, that gives you encouragement and and that gives you that unction, that push. And so now I'm just expect, I've just realized that I'm expecting the blessings of God. You know, I've been in position, you know, I've, I fasted, I prayed, and and um, I worship, and I read, and so now I'm in position, now I'm just expecting the promises of God, and expecting his miracles, and you get excited when you're expecting gifts, you know, so I've been on both sides of the spectrum, so 
right now, I'm just expecting the blessings. Thank you for allowing me to speak. That is powerful to think about, Monica, because in part, when you know you positioned yourself in the best place to be to receive the blessings. In other words, if if I expect to lose weight, for example, I don't I'm not trying to lose weight, but if I expected to I do expect to lower my cholesterol. Maybe that's a better example for me. So, but if if I if I just say, "Oh, I expect to lower my cholesterol, but I'm eating high saturated fat foods. I'm not exercising. I'm not actually doing those things that would also help me to lower my cholesterol. Then I really haven't positioned myself properly in order to lose cholesterol. So there is a little bit of a reality check here. It's not just if I say, oh, I expect this, it will happen. It doesn't work that way. But I think what we're all explaining in our stories is that we when we position ourselves in the right place and properly like you just said monica then we can sit back and rest assured that the blessings are going to come because we've done our part quote in the human sense and we are now we're now ready and we can just kind of sit back and hold tight and and wait on the lord so i love that element that you brought to this discussion as well. I'm also, I want to share in Dr. Leaf's book also, she has what she calls some expectancy mindset activation tips. And there are just a few of them, a handful, I think, but she does encourage us to analyze our expectations and begin to think about how our our expectations actually impact us or affect us. If we're expecting, say we have a family reunion and we expect everybody to be grouchy or somebody to say something negative, then what we're doing unwittingly is we're kind of telling our brain to be on the lookout for that. And we're developing this hypersensitivity for something like that. So that is a way that we're kind of setting ourselves up to meet that expectation. That's just an example. But but the point that she has is start thinking about what you are indeed expecting. What expectations do you have of yourself, of other people, of certain scenarios? The second one she says is to train yourself each day to go into this what she calls superposition at least seven times a day and analyze whether you're creating a placebo or what she calls nocebo effect in your life. And I'd have to unpack that a little bit more for us, but you all, we all know what placebos are and, and that's its own curious conversation topic really, because you know, if, if you're taking medication and you think that your medication is lowering your cholesterol, for example, and it's really a placebo, yet somehow your cholesterol goes down and you're doing exactly the same things, then it illustrates the impact that placebos actually have on folks, you know, physiologically, what they actually do. And so she goes into a big part of this chapter about the expectancy mindset, talking about that placebo effect, which we all probably are 
are aware of. And she even discusses some of the brain imaging studies that are there and, and so forth. But then she, she drills down just a little bit deeper and she says that placebos are made of words, rituals, symbols, and meanings, and all these elements are active in shaping the brain by creating expectancies. So the placebo effect is an expectancy effect and has to do with the psychosocial context that characterizes the relationship between an inert substance and the patient and the person in daily life. Okay, so that much I think we already know. But she says that, that unsurprisingly, it really can work in the opposite direction as well, and that is called the nocebo effect. I had not heard of that until I read this here, the nocebo or negative effect. Placebo means I will please in Latin. Nocebo means I will harm. So a person can experience, experience harmful, unpleasant, or undesirable side effects after the administration of a placebo if he or she believes that the fake treatment or drug will not work or that it will produce negative side effects. So her point being the bad expectations can create bad realities. All right. So when she talks about superposition, you know, this point number two, this activation tip number two, to train yourself to go to go into superposition seven times a day, that is her encouraging us to kind of pull back away from whatever scenario we're in where we're having either positive or negative expectations and analyze that ask ourselves which one we are creating in that particular scenario. Is it a placebo or a nocebo? And because science will underline and underscore and support, research does, the impact that either the placebo or the nocebo will have on our brains. All right, number three, ask yourself, do I expect things to go well? Why? Do I expect things to go badly? Why? Again, it's this self-awareness. A lot of taking thoughts captive is thinking about what we're thinking about. Now, mindsets are a little bit broader as far as I can tell. And the way I look at mindsets, they're a larger kind of a, a big cloak or a coat we can put on. It's the outer kind of structure, whereas the thoughts are kind of inside of all of that. And so we want to make sure that we have on mindsets, that we put those mindsets on each day that are going to protect us in, you know, from the elements and from all externals and so forth. So, so we have to be aware of what we're thinking about and then we can take it a step further and think about all these types of mindsets and ask ourselves what is the mindset that I'm wearing right now what in this case am I expecting to happen today number four take time to retrain your brain to the expectation mindset and then finally she says to remember that the active ingredient of expectancy is your mind. Your mind influences your brain. So let me pause and Rebecca, see if you have any feedback or commentaries on what I have just shared. It's very enlightening because I think sometimes we, we do things subconsciously and we, yet when we can put 
um, the the meaning behind our actions, it kind of like shines a light on it. And I I do understand and have known uh, in the last couple of years with all the research and reading that I've been doing is how our minds can really elevate or whatever the opposite to elevate is, um, decrease our ability to our mood, our actions, our, um, our positivity in whatever it is that we are attempting to do. So again, I think being able to put um, these words to the actions that we do every day and to highlight do we have the right mindset? Are we, are we uh, in an expectant, uh, in the correct expectant mindset, uh, expecting the best, not the worst, expecting more, not less? Then, um, then yeah, this, this again is just a great reminder for each one of us. Thank you, Victoria. This is so enlightening. Um, the number two, train yourself to go into your superposition seven times a day. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is so helpful and so enlightening, and it's right. You know, we do have to retrain our brain to think on the positive instead of the ne- negative. The negative. So this is so great, Victoria. One of the reasons, Rebecca and Monica, that I was so into this particular mindset had to do with my workload. And I teach Spanish at the university level, and I teach a, a a fairly large number of sections every single term. Matter of fact, I basically work every month. I work 12 months out of the year. It just kind of cycles in and out of, of more or, you know, fewer courses that I actually teach. I teach at different institutions, and but I teach online. I actually love what I do, and I really am motivated by the flexibility that I have in my life. But sometimes it gets to be a little overwhelming to me, or that's a feeling that I have to be on guard against. And there was a little bit of a season, I think it was last year, where I was just waking up and every morning I had a little bit of like a dark cloud over me or a sense of dread because I I felt like I just had so much to do. And we talked about this a little bit. I guess it was last week or the week before right here in in Clubhouse when we talked about the, the time mindset. Actually, it was a little bit ago, but it aired, that particular episode aired, I think, just this week, if I'm not mistaken. But so it's fresh on my mind. But I, I remember when we recorded that, I was like, I need help. I need help. And that's kind of the way I felt about this. And like you both, I did not realize the impact of my expectations upon my actual mood, my behavior, and then actually what would happen. And the power that that particular mindset really was having in my life. And, and so I knew that I needed to do a pivot. I knew that in my that because I kept telling myself, I've got too much to do. This is overwhelming to me. I can't do my life. Well, what was happening was that it was overwhelming. I didn't seem to be managing things quite well. But I knew that I could, but it's just that I couldn't see beyond the difficulty and the 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 massiveness of what each day seemed to, it just each day was like, oh, looming before me. And so I knew I needed to shift. 
And I wrote something which as I began studying expectations and so forth in the expectancy mindset, and I wrote something I would like to share, and it's actually a printable that I would love to make available to anyone who is interested. All you have to do is direct message me at the at choose to think with the number two at gmail.com. You can also go to my website, victoriadwalker.com, and you can reach out to me there. You can also just you know, Facebook message me if you want. And, and I'll be happy to send you this. I'll also put the landing page link in the show notes of this episode, but it's what I wrote personally to help me to shift and to begin to start looking at my life in a different way. And it goes very short, but it goes like this. I expect success. I expect to move forward in healthy ways. I expect to see favorable results. I expect there will be rewards of emotional, spiritual, physical health, wholeness, and vibrancy. I expect to manage my life well. I expect to be highly productive. I expect to show completion of my endeavors. I expect to serve others in Christ, offering love. I'm putting away excuses. I'm putting away bad habits. I'm putting away justifications. Today, I expect triumphs and minute-by-minute victories. I expect to be the very best I can possibly be. And that helped me to begin the process of reframing how I went about doing my life. And I began to read that every single day. Well, what do you think happened? What happened is that I started, that that cloud disappeared. And suddenly I started noticing just how productive I was. I noticed, I started noticing how, you know what? I am serving my family. I am serving others in love. And this is what I did. And sometimes I would, I would look back on the day and I would be like, wow, I really did complete a lot of the things that I set out to complete. And so what was chaotic before for me, suddenly kind of the dust settled and I began to approach every single day in a different way. Does that all make sense? Yes, that's that's great. I'm going to get a copy of that. It's like affirmations, and I'm trying to do that on a regular basis. You know what's interesting about this? I just It just came to me is how many people are really afraid to do what you just did, Victoria, to look inside themselves and see what might be lacking, what might, uh, where, where the areas that they really need to, to build themselves up, to work on. And I, I really think that that, what you're doing is you're encouraging other people, look, even with all I do and create, I still need to work on myself, my growth, 
uh, my faith, all parts of that. And I thank you for sharing that with me because, or with everyone, because I think that, that again, is just another powerful tool to, um, to empower people to want to be more in their own lives. I don't like to stay stuck in those seasons and those times when, when I'm just not, something's out of sorts. And that's usually for me, it's a moment, it's an opportunity for me really to, to ask myself, okay, Victoria, what are you thinking about? What are you really thinking about? What can you control in your life? What can you not control in your life? What are your fears? What is really going on? So it's it's always an opportunity to just dig a little bit deeper. And of course, that's my ministry is to take those thoughts captive, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And so hopefully today, our listeners are able to say, you know what? okay, this is what these ladies were going through or what they were up against or what, you know, these are their stories. But then this is how in a practical way, they turn that around because taking thoughts captive, renewing our minds, being trusted, it sounds so lofty. And a, a big portion of my ministry is to say, wait, we are Christians, 21st century Christians. What does that really, really mean? And how do you do it? And of course, we do nothing outside of the saving grace and work of our Lord and Savior. Absolutely nothing. It's not just that we say, oh, I'm going to choose to think. And, you know, well, yes, we have to be, we are responsible in that we're a 100% responsible, but it's also 100% God who's doing this work and helping us along. So it is that kind of relationship that I'm talking about. But then to pull away from that and say, what actually can I do? Are there things that I can do to help myself with my thoughts, with my mindsets, with my attitudes, especially if you're feeling a little dipped, a little low, a little distressed or anxious, fearful, or overwhelmed. You know, I am so familiar with those emotions and feelings and and mindsets that I have been highly motivated to discover exactly what I can do to turn those around and then to try to share those with other other folks who may have that same sense of helplessness or overwhelm or like, you know, I'm, I'm, it just can't get any better. Those kinds of thoughts and and for me now, I'm highly motivated now that I have learned the process and I'm on the other side of it. I'm, I'm highly motivated to share this with other individuals. I feel like I could be the poster child for, you know, for the verse on Romans 12, 2 and, and um, I, I, you know, taking our thoughts captive and all of that. I think I could do that from Second Corinthians 10. I feel like that's, there may be my picture there because I, I really want to, to live that out. And why? Well, number one, because then I have joy and peace that I didn't have before. And number two, I can shine God's light in a new way and maybe help others. So as we close, ladies, I just wonder if you have any closing thoughts at all or any other things that have popped up um, as we've been talking about this and chatting about this. Anybody? It's faith over fear for myself. Um, being afraid had me in a place of not expecting things but now that I've taken the leap and stepped out on faith that I just expect 
that God will perform his word because it would not return to him void. And he said, he'll show me the path of life. And I believe and stand on his word. So this has been such a great discussion. Thank you. You bet. And I say a big amen to that. Rebecca, any final thoughts? I just want to thank both you, uh, Victoria and Monica, for your wise words. It always um, just gives me sunshine for my day. And um, and I just uh, am thankful that we have this platform that you've created so that we can share these things and, um, and help lift up other people along the way. Thank you so much. You are quite welcome. And I always want to give anyone who dares to step forward, these brave souls, you two, to join me. And that way it's not just me, you know, yap, yap, yapping along on the podcast, but it's other other brain changers. I, I always want to know how we might be able to support you or how we can connect with you. Monica, where can we find you or support you or connect? Monica Thelmas on all platforms. So you want to just stop by my page or check me out <laughs> um more to come amen oh, awesome and how about you rebecca and i'm rebecca c wilcox on all platforms and uh, rebecca c wilcox.com monica do you feel comfortable praying us out today thank you lord god we exalt your holy name we thank you for being Lord of Lords and King of Kings and ruler over everything. We thank you for this time of fellowship today and this podcast so we can reach the nations, Lord God. We ask you to bless Victoria and bless Rebecca and keep them safe and sound and in good health and prosperity. We ask for all your people that are listening to just be blessed on this day. And we thank you and we expect your greatness God because you are a great big God in Jesus name we pray amen And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. Thank you so much for tuning in. And say, if you like what you hear, please consider sharing this link to the show with a friend or a family member who you think might be encouraged by the inspiring and hope-filled messages that I try to put out every single week. So thank you so much for your support. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.